So when I said last week we were going back to a regular episode, um, what I really meant was I was going to do a solo half mini episode. Yeah, so I got ya. Welcome to Media Pod Smash. I am, of course, Jeremy Jordan. Not to be confused with the Broadway singer, or the pop singer, or the actor, or even the porn star. Um, maybe I should just embrace the whole middle part of my name and just go as that from now on, so there's no confusion. There's a lot of JJs out there. So, like, let's let's retry it with that. Welcome to Media Pod Smash. I'm Jeremy James Jordan. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds a little pretentious. What do you think? Write in. Let me know. Anyways, I hope everyone had a great holiday and uh, got to spend some time with family and friends and got to relax a little bit. Uh, I know I sure did. It was awesome. I spent a lot of time vegging out and you got to walk that fine line because you don't want to veg out too long and completely lose a day. But at the same time, you're on vacation and you're just chilling. So you got to have some me time. So I played a lot of Grand Theft Auto over the holidays and actually am continuing to do that. And uh, it's been fun to go through and watch the evolution, even though the um, definitive wasn't released all that well. It kind of had some issues and still does, but I played through those and it's just been really cool to see how far it's come. And I apologize in advance to some of the people listening that don't game, but maybe you could still take some nuggets out of this and appreciate it. And I won't go on for too long, I promise. Um, but it's, it's just, it's wild. I mean, even thinking back before those games came out, um, you know, the, the consoles, what they were capable of back then and what we have now, like these huge open, massive living, breathing worlds that developers have created. Uh, it's, it's really something. Um, and if you, uh, are not familiar, there's also a huge community out there that, um, uh, mods these games, not, not just Grand Theft Auto, but plenty of, plenty of games out there for PC. And, um, I'm really late on this cause I know that modding has been around forever and I haven't really been all that like into it up until recently, but I figured, you know, on doing another playthrough. Um, right now, I'm currently playing Grand Theft Auto V again, so I was like, if I'm going to play this again, why don't I see what kind of mods are out there? And uh, right now, I'm running a mod called uh, GTA Redo, which retextures everything, makes it look all pretty, um, gives you real uh, advertisements and real like trucks so you got like fedex trucks driving around and um you've got like cola trucks like coca-cola and I, i'm i'm sure some people probably think like why would you want to like slap ads all over your game but it does make the world a lot more immersive as as you're playing through it to see all that and 
they do like the people that made the billboards with the real logos um have a lot like the taglines on them are pretty funny so they still keep within that same like gta universe humor so that's pretty cool at least um and also what it does is it kind of adds a little bit more depth to some of the gameplay elements um like they've they've got female uh cops on the the force now so they'll join in when you're getting chased down and uh there's a few more cop vehicles uh the the vehicles themselves are better performing um and change based on what you use so there's just it's really cool to see what people have come up with just to add to an already insane game um and it's easy to kind of just forget about how really cool that game is i mean and i know it's not like everyone has played it like that that wants to play it by now and they know what i'm talking about if if you've already played through and um and it's like oh easy to forget how could you forget it's like one of the top selling games ever and it's huge we all know but i mean you think about it compared to some of the others and like i remember having like some of my biases early on and not digging it as much right away because i remember like some of the stuff in four was really cool. And then they, they took it away kind of like they watered it down almost for five. And, um, you don't have that same amount of realism that four had in some aspects. And also they kind of took away, uh, some of the property buying and like the RPG elements that San Andreas had. So to me, I was like, it took me a while to be like, well, is it really all that great? But then you look at the map and it's just everything that they were able to like kind of, pile in there and you know there's so many cool places to see and explore and like one of my favorite things to do is just start on one section of freeway and just drive around and i'll go all the way around the map and just see what what happens and see what's around it's just it's really cool what they've made and it's all these years later it's just it holds up i mean the mods help but but anyways the whole reason i'm babbling out about this is it got me into thinking um of what i'd like to see for the next one and if it ever does come out, I'm sure it will eventually. I mean, you know, it's it's been a long time, admittedly, and they keep rehashing uh, and re-releasing the thir- the fifth one. Uh, so this is going to be like the fourth or third console that it's going to be coming out when they do the expanded and enhanced. But um, not to say they haven't released things. I mean, Red Dead 2 came out like a uh, couple years ago now. So it's not like there's not somewhat fresh things from rockstar and and red dead 2 was amazing so anyways um it got me thinking so when the sixth one does come out i've got a little bit of a wish list and i know another really original thought i mean god never done that before online no one's ever thought of that but uh mine i have some things maybe people haven't brought up in the past maybe they have um i would love to see a base building element um in in the sixth one maybe like bring back some of the territory uh things from san andreas and like you have to build up your base as you know because the gangs maybe will be more aggressive later in game and um you'll have to defend the base somehow and you can actually have a more legit reason to use some of the cash you get um and they could really do some cool stuff with that i feel And, and maybe not necessarily like a base base but like your house or your hideout and you can even go as far as to like pick what kind of fence and fence color you want or you know just stuff like that to really keep adding to the immersion and 
um, some of the uh, sandbox stuff and just keep giving you a reason to play it. So next was kind of building off of this a little bit, make more money more meaningful because this is a big gripe with a lot of these games. You end up with so much money, especially at the end game, that you don't know what to do with it. And there's, I know there's only so much that they can do with as far as purchasing goes. I mean, Grand Theft Auto Five, you could customize the cars. You could you could buy some stuff as far as property. Um, and if you're um, again back to the mod mod stuff, like there's definitely a lot of cool mods out there that add that into it and um, actually give you uh, missions based on some of those properties, like in um, Vice City. But it'd be cool if that was just in the base game. Um, and maybe like even have like you know you could buy furniture or just give me a reason to to blow that money and make it like cool uh i it was also cool like maybe add more onto like the whole stock market element that they had from five so just kind of stuff like that um next maybe like have i'm sure this has been suggested elsewhere but like an uber type of service competing with uh the taxis and maybe like the rates change based on the time of day or um, maybe there's even missions where like they're competing with one another and like they have to take each other down somehow. I don't know. Um, just have like more variety on the streets as far as services go and um, build upon the uh, open world, like random events that happen in real time. Uh, GTA five was like really kind of the start i think of this i mean i know they had some uh moments like that in vice city maybe san andreas where you could like help take down criminals who were like running from the cops but it was not really there wasn't a lot of variety in that and gta 5 they really did uh expand upon it with like the people like you know their cars broken down or there's like a drunk couple that needs a ride home and you could be an evil asshole and take them to the cult or actually just bring them back to their hotel or home and like that's cool like stuff like that like even when you're just driving around and not expecting it it's just it's awesome it makes it even more immersive to see real stuff happening in that world and um i don't know i don't know other ways you could really build maybe have like more accidents happening or people just getting pulled over and you just see them on the side of the road uh with the cop by their window writing a ticket or something or um you know, just just so many different things you could do with that, and I'm I'm sure they've already had some ideas like that in mind for the next one. I would hope with what games are going to be able to uh, uh, all pack in with these new systems. Uh, so next, like I'm thinking, it'd be really cool if they had destructible environments, and um, you know, they have somewhat of some element of this in the other games, but like make it even more realistic and have it to the extent where maybe even like crews could be out there like repairing it and like certain sections of road could be closed off because you fucked it up during a mission or you, you just fucked it up during sandbox mode. And, um, that would be, yeah, that'd be really neat. I, I know it could get like a little crazy. I mean, maybe I could see why they wouldn't do something like this. Cause you could just tear up a whole, you know, the whole city. And then like, what's going to happen when they close the whole city down? So I don't know. I'm sure they could figure out though, some way to keep it like small in scale and still be really cool. Um, then also I wrote down here, um, maybe have like a far off resort, like a ski lodge or something. So like 
you you do quite a bit of driving to get there and you actually can see like the environment gradually change as you get there and then eventually once you arrive it's snowy and you have the ability to ski or snowboard or even like snowmobile around the area um and they have some missions there too where you could like chase someone down uh on skis like that james bond movie <laughs> that would be really cool um I don't know if they're going to go that direction, though, because, I mean, all signs, if you're to believe any of the leaks that have come out about six, all signs are pointing to going back to Vice City, but uh, you never know. I mean, it could be all uh, completely wrong, and uh, we could be getting a complete surprise that no one's ever uh, seen, so who knows? But those are just a few things, and, um, man, I don't know what to expect. I never do. I know... I hope they can hit it out of the park. I know there's been a lot of different things that have gone on around Rockstar lately with a lot of people leaving and the controversy. I mean, controversy is kind of a heavy word for it, but, you know, some of the the faux pas around releasing this definitive through this other studio that made uh, the mobile version and kind of just ported this shit. But I don't know. The Red Dead 2 was amazing, so I still have a lot of faith in Rockstar and... um I'm really looking forward to at least some kind of announcement soon, but who knows. So the other cool thing that I did around the holiday week was I had a little bit of a film session with my friend Damon, who is the uh, owner and operator of Seasons of Life Memorials, who I'm sure you've heard the ad for throughout some of the various weeks. And of course, they are the sponsors still. And you know, Damon has been a friend of mine for a while, and he was a former former professor of mine, and he started Seasons of Life Memorials um, as a way to um, help, you know, let people's legacies live on after they're gone. And it's a really cool, beautiful thing that he's doing, and he does extremely great work. I, I highly recommend you go check it out. Uh, he's... You could see the YouTube channel. Uh, just search for uh, Seasons of Life Memorials on YouTube or seasonsoflifememorials.com for more information. And I'm sure there's probably links to the channel on there as well. So even if you know you don't have an interest right now or it's not something you <clears throat> that's in your wheelhouse, uh, at least go ahead and check the videos out because he does really great work. Uh, he's so getting back to the what I did. We we he's working on. Uh, making a legacy film for me and um he's also making a memorial film for my mom and we did some uh, a lot of the <clears throat> the work for the legacy film uh over that weekend of new year's and it was really interesting it was it was cool to see what uh, all goes into it and um it was really actually nice to not have to worry about um, doing any post-production once I was done with a uh, filming session for once. <laughs> um, but yeah, he does he does some really great work. And, um, you know, as we were going through some of the session, he, he it's kind of like an interview style where he'll ask you some questions. And then we kind of did a uh, little bit of around the neighborhood, um, got some footage of the town a little bit and, um, spoke about some areas that were important to me around town later. And there was some questions that it took me a while to really answer as I, I thought about it. And, um, 
still to this, you know, at this moment, there there's some that I think about and it got me kind of reflecting on and um, really what this is, is I'm going to be using this as a cheap, cheap transition to talk about what my next scripted thing is going to be. Uh, that's going to be coming out next week and it's an essay on reflecting and I'm going to talk a little bit about really a lot of different points in my life and just reflect on the the 31 years because uh you know in case you're wondering january 18th is the birthday of yours truly so that is coming up soon so i hope i'll have the essay out before my actual birthday but that's okay um and so yeah upon what was i saying (laughs) uh upon answering some questions reflecting um I was looking to get some inspiration for this essay, and um, really the session just kind of got my mind in that direction again. And so later on that weekend, I started going through some old drawers and looking back at some notebooks and stuff that I've had from the past. And it's it's really you know of all the crap I've held on to in life, and I've held on to a lot of crap. Believe me, this is this is the best thing I've held on to. All my old notes, my old notebooks, my old journals. Every time I've ever like had a thought and written it down, it's 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 around here somewhere. So I am so thankful for that because it's helped me construct a lot of essays about the past this past year. And I mean, for reflections, it's it's really going to be nice to have all this i can kind of construct a bit of a timeline because my memory is not always the greatest but it's really interesting to see this stuff and um kind of get me thinking i i have some things to talk about that aren't gonna make it into the actual scripted episode so i figured maybe i could just mention them here um you know as i looked into that some of the notebooks it made me well first think about like how i started doing creative projects to begin with and i mean that would have been like i mean i feel like i've been at it a while i actually this is kind of crazy because i never really it never really was something that um i thought about until just this moment but i used to read nickelodeon magazine as a kid and they had a section in there about making your own movie and like i was like well that's cool like um that's something i could do like this is a kid's magazine i'm a kid i've got a shitty tape recorder like let's go so i mean i'm not gonna say that's the um one of the most crucial parts i'm sure i would have been pushed in that direction and from another source if i hadn't read the magazine but it is dawning on me that image is popping in my head of that uh diy section in the the magazine and i remember actually going into the basement and shooting something like nearly right after that like i wanted to do like a video game review show or something but anyways as the years went on um and i made more and more little short films on my parents camera um I stepped it up a notch and I got my own camera and then I would make uh, some projects for school. I uh, would love anytime they would allow us to do uh, outside of the box creative projects like that. We'd I'd always try to do some kind of video. So one time, I think in sixth grade, I did a stop motion Lego video that was pretty cool. I think that ended up being a big hit. One that wasn't such a big hit was I made a skit with my uh, couple buddies um, and we were supposed to include a bunch of different information about a country 
it was kind of like we were conveying to people um in a fun way just anything and everything about this country and just kind of to show that we actually did the research well i think we worked a little harder on the actual video itself and not so much on the research it was and uh she by the time everyone in class was done watching it the teacher was like that's it and she kind of caught herself and she's like oh that's it and then she clapped and it was like oh really it's like it's that shitty and i guess it was just very quick but to us i thought we made like an awesome movie because it was funny it i thought it was hitting the timing was hitting all the right like beats <laughs> everyone was delivering their lines but i was like not even thinking like oh yeah we need more information about the thing the topic at hand um but basically what it was was one of my friends in the video won the lottery and then uh was gonna go to some place and then another friend steps in and he's like don't do that that place sucks go here and then lists off all the information but i guess apparently it went by too fast so uh as time continued to progress i kept going with little projects like that when i could and making other short films around the house with friends um we would eventually make uh, a little mini horror movie and my friend Ryan, well, come on, my friend, you know Ryan, Ryan from the show, uh, Ryan's house. We, we, Well, not just that. I mean, that was a place where we made a lot of different short films, but one of the like ones that I'm always going to remember is this little sh short slasher movie that we made. It was really cool, actually. Uh, it's a shame that like we were never able to like expand upon what we worked on with it, but you know, that's something I'll always think about as uh, I continue to progress in the um, creative uh, areas of my life. And so as time progressed even further after that, uh, I would eventually get to college. And um, this is when I started not only just screwing around and making films with people improvising, but also, you know, I started to learn cinema techniques from uh, Damon, who I had mentioned earlier. And um, we started getting more collaborative and working on, you know, scripted film projects. And I started writing more scripts and I really started taking a liking to writing. I mean, not like I hadn't been writing in the past, like I took creative writing classes and I took, I mean, I wrote some scripts in high school i i didn't know script format and they were probably they all looked ridiculous and all the characters probably talked ridiculous but hey that's you start somewhere of course it's always gonna be like that to start and um i was pretty happy with some of the stuff i'd come up with but when i really started taking it seriously was i'd say college and i i wrote a lot of crap in college um i wrote small town zombie folk which I'll dive in deep one of these days. I, I, you know, I keep teasing it, but I really will. We'll go ahead and do a huge deep dive on that because there's a lot to say about that, maybe in the scripted episode a little bit. Um, but I wrote that. Uh, got the wheels rolling on that a little bit. Nothing, nothing really came of it, but I have some stuff I can compile and maybe show you later once I release that uh, information. And... I also wrote some other scripts that uh, I did. I never really did anything with, but um, scripts that I actually looked back on while I was doing this reflection research, and I gotta say, I'm pretty pleased with some of how these turned out. And it's kind of cool. Like you look at some of this stuff, and um, 
you know, I don't know whether you're into writing or whatever it is you like to do. And you kind of put that on the shelf for a while and then you revisit it. It's, it's weird. It's like, wow, I did this. Not in like a, not even like in a boastful way, but it's like, it's almost like someone snuck into my room and just like wrote this on the pages because it's like, I don't remember it. And it's, it's kind of, it's just cool. It's like a cool thing. And, um, one of the scripts that really stuck out to me was a script that was unfinished and it's called the last party. Uh, so Ryan made a reference to this in 99 and, um, he said the bonfire story, which is, that's what this is. It's, um, originally I conceived this, uh, script story back in like 2012, 2013. That's when I, I started writing some of the thoughts about this down and writing the first draft and it's based on a real story of me and some of the, my friends back in college going to a bonfire and getting our alcohol stolen. And um, this is a script that is my coming-of-age tale and raunchy comedy. It's, it, it takes that story and just, like, adds a lot of fiction and fun to it. Um, basically, it takes place... Well, I don't want to give too much away here, but the point is, um, I dug that back up and part of, uh, this new year comes resolutions, uh, like we talked about in PCR and, you know, I thought about it a little bit and I, I am inspired by Nicholas a little bit and I, I want to make some, I'm going to make some MPS resolutions too. <laughs> so one of the first thing on that resolution list is closing some of these old, um, loops and and finally putting uh the finishing touches on a lot of these projects that i at once started in life and never really picked back up so i'm going to finish this script the last party right now it is sitting at 50 pages and we're just getting into the good stuff and i guess that's probably why i stopped because now we re i really have to think <laughs> but i have a great idea of where i'd like it to go and I'm, you know, my goal is I'm going to hammer this sucker out as soon as possible. And, um, the good news with this is, well, let's start with the bad news. The bad news is it would, in order to really be shot and turned into a film, it would need, I need a budget. Like this is, um, well, I'm most proud of this. And I think it's the funniest thing I've ever written so far in life. It's also the, like, it has a lot going on. So it would be kind of difficult to turn into a film. I mean, anything would be, in all honesty. It's not like I've ever done it. I've tried. <laughs> like, feature length isn't just something you just jump into. So there's that. Um, but the good news is, like Ryan mentioned in 99, this would make for an excellent table read. And I could even give it, like, the bells and whistles treatment in post-production and add sound effects and music and stuff. And um, I think it'd be really funny table read because there's a lot of dialogue and quote unquote jokes. Now this is a real test. You can see if it's really as funny as I think it is, but I do think I'm, there's some stuff in there that I think I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of it. Um, so that's what the plan is. I think we're going to do a table read of it once it's done and who knows, maybe one day it actually will turn into a film. I mean, I would love to, I would love to see anything like any of this kind of stuff turn into something like that one day um as another tease and something i've talked about in the past i do have a bray road script that i'm sitting on which i've also been kind of rewriting a little bit and re 
um, tweaking. And that is a script that could be shot a little more easily. So if anything, maybe that could be turned into something first. But all this is really just to transition into some other announcements and some of the other resolutions. And so let's start with with um, some stuff that we can look forward to in the next couple months. Uh, so in the next couple months, I'm hoping to do some more bigger episodes like the game shows. I've got plans on the horizon for the 90s Nostalgia Game Show Part 3. Uh, and that might then we might retire the 90s thing completely after that cuz that you know we want to stay fresh and and keep it keep looking ahead. So that might be the end. I'm I'm, ba- I'm a big fan of ending things after the trilogies unless they're lost episodes or vaults. <laughs> but um then after that I've got plans um and this is going to come out as soon as February to coincide with Valentine's Day. So you can look forward to this sooner than later. Uh, it's a newlywed-esque style showdown game where I'm going to ask some of my friends, significant others, questions about them, and they have to guess what they answered. And um, we'll have some fun with that one. And uh, so next up on my things to look forward to this year is I want to really get more involved in the YouTube channel and, um, you know, just do some things that I'm passionate about talking about and just you know, give you some more insights into my world, not just over the microphone, but like in person. And um, I've got plans. Here's a couple ideas uh, that we're going to be maybe seeing soon. Uh, Taking some Lego set dives. Uh, The first one being the Lego Movie Studios. We're going to take a deep, detailed dive and review on that. Um, And uh, just kind of some other gaming things. I, there's a lot of games that are near and dear to my heart that I'd love to talk about. And, um, and I've got, uh, yeah, I've got some things to say on that. Damn it. <laughs> so next thing on my MPS resolutions list that you could look forward to this year is something that I'm really excited to do. Uh, this is totally breaking format, uh, from what we've been doing. And, um, getting more back into the visuals, like I mentioned with the YouTube stuff, um, I'm hoping to shoot a web series or at least just the pilot and see where it goes from there. Um, I've got a, I've got six episodes written so far, six short episodes, and I'm really just working hard to make the pilot just as solid as possible as far as script goes. And at at the moment doing that and storyboarding what could be the first episode. And once I, you know, I'm able to do that and have something that I'm happy with, maybe start shooting it in spring. And that's, this is just a pilot mind you. I'm not trying to go for the whole series here right away, but I just want to see how that turns out. And, you know, if, if it seems like there's a positive response from the pilot, we'll make a go of it and try to keep the series going. Cause like I said, I've got kind of a, I've got six episodes, sort of the rough drafts of those written, and uh, I have an outline of where we can take this and expand upon the universe. So right now, it's uh, it's just called Untitled uh, Superhero Series, and I'll just leave it at that because uh, I don't want to spoil anything else. So next week is going to be the scripted episode on Reflections, and then after that, 
we're just going to take a short break. Nothing crazy. Um, we're going to be back in February. And that'll, I guess, you know, if you want to get like all internet-y with it, we can call it season three. Well, this will, the scripted episode next week will end, will mark the end of season two. And we're going to pick right back up. But um, the reason why I'm taking this time is just because I really want to commit to these bigger projects and like I, I want to focus my energies on them. And um, even I also have some plans on banking some things, hopefully. Um, And that's not to say, you know, we might even like post some mini episodes like this along the way. And it's not like I'll be gone like half a year. I'm going to keep you up there on what's going on. But in order to kind of keep the momentum strong, maybe that's what I'll do. Or maybe even like a freaky film club or two in there. Who knows? But that's kind of just, you know, as a heads up, that's, I'm not dead. We're still making content and I just need to kind of recalibrate the systems a little bit and see where I want to take things from in the future. So that's what we're doing. And um, I guess also my last resolution, which, which ties into this, is I'm hoping to have more of a continued and consistent online presence. So... Um, as I shoot this pilot episode and as I work on some of these game shows, hopefully I can do some more um, behind-the-scenes type videos and keep you guys updated um, as to my process and how the process itself is going. So look forward to all those different things. I think 2022 is going to be our best year yet. Uh, I'm super excited. There's stuff that I haven't even told you about yet and Oh my God. Yeah, it's we got a lot on the agenda. So uh, next week, scripted episode, a little bit of a break, maybe some extra bonus content here and there, but we'll be back in February. And uh, uh, the exact dates I will get to you via social media. So until then, uh, I hope you guys have some awesome stuff and plan for this year. Um, just remember, you know, nothing changes unless you do. The year doesn't mean shit unless you put the work in, but you knew that. So media pod smash off, baby.